I might be bad, but I'm perfectly good at it. <laughs> oh, my. Well, that's Rihanna. And if it's what I told the fella running the mechanical bull at a haunted honky-tonk in Wilder, Kentucky, then this must be Dale Radio. And that sound in the background, of course, is some feline friends that are with me today. Uh, I, of course, am your host, Dale Seaver, and you're listening to another episode of Some Things I Enjoy, coming to you, as always, from the foul banks of the Gowanus. And, uh... <laughs> <laughs> it's like cat world here today. Uh, we couldn't be more excited. Um, uh, if you think that maybe I went out and got myself a couple of pets, you're wrong. I'm out here, still on the Gowanus, uh, uh, and I'm so happy to be out here, and thank you for welcoming me to your home. I'm out here with a, a talented uh, actress and performer and uh, uh, one, one of the great, great people out here. I always like to talk to uh, people that are making things happen out on the Gowanus. Uh, uh, <laughs> And uh, I'm very pleased to be talking to Tanya Glantz. Tanya, thank you for being here. Oh, of course, Dale. Good in your own house. Yes, it's convenient for me, so <laughs> thanks well, for coming. It makes it a lot easier when I show up <laughs> yeah. if you're here. I can't really say no. So, my goodness. Well, it's getting a little, uh, it's getting warmer out there, isn't it? A little yeah. bit. We had a bit of rain, and then it's getting warm. A couple of bees were out there. You see the bees out today? Bees? I don't know. Maybe it's some kind of urban apiary thing going on where a lot of people are having beekeeping and things. So we, people are enthusiastic about that now. I, I read that on a lot of the foodie blogs. <laughs> and the bee enthusiasts? Well, they're making their own honey and that kind of thing. Oh, yes. And they have their, their bee, bee stations, bee hives that are up there on the roof. You ever get into that? No, I, no, I don't think I could. I, I can barely keep a garden here. I feel like everything I have here just dies. Well, don't tell the cats. <laughs> no. I, <laughs> they won't be getting any trees. Or There's, yeah. And uh, we, we have uh, uh, <laughs> two cats are here. Uh, just, uh, they want to participate. I'm big in the animal community. Despite my my deathly uh, allergies to the to the beast, but they're they're good looking cats. I hope they enjoy their their time. And yeah, you like that musical cats? You ever see that? I've never seen the musical really? cats. Oh, but, you have um, to see it. I, wonderful. Is it? I, I've never seen the musical, but I do have a um, Andrew Lloyd Webber's greatest hit CD. Oh, that's and, probably chock full of it. Yes, and the magical Mister Mistopheles oh. <laughs> is on there. That's what you know. Ginny once called me that for a brief period. Really? Yeah, yeah. But yeah. anyhow. Now, of course, we have we have some history. We go back uh, back to the days in California, yeah. out there when I was living and performing uh, out around Hayward. Uh, it's near where you grew up, is that right? Yeah, I grew up in Fremont. In Fremont, just close to Hayward. I went to college in Hayward. In Hayward, and what what uh, what university? Cal State Hayward. California What's... State University of Hayward. Well, one of the greats, part of the great yes. Cal State system. Yeah, it's one of the top schools in California. And what you what you what was your focus there? Uh, theater arts. Theater arts. Yeah. Yeah. A very small. It was a small department, but um, a lot of really fun, cool people. So I liked it because we got to actually perform. Well, that's so, the thing. Sometimes it's nice to be the big fish in a exactly. little pond. In, in, in Hayward, I was a star. <laughs> <laughs> you miss that, do you? Uh, a little bit. <laughs> well, I can go back. And, hey, you're on your way. You're on your way to, <laughs> to being a star. And, and you know, I, I, I think about one of the earliest times I encountered you, and that was at the Outback Steakhouse oh. in, in Fremont. <laughs> Uh, we had just uh, finished up a gig, yeah. and uh, we were traveling through. I said, hey, there's one of those Outback Steaks. Let's stop in. And uh, uh, you were there serving us the, some of the best steaks I ever had, and we had a blooming <laughs> onion that, on your recommendation, oh, uh, maybe courtesy of the kitchen. I thought that was a, a nice a nice touch and a classy touch, so yeah. thank you uh, uh, very belatedly. <laughs> and uh, and from there, I, said, I told the folks up at the at the Killing My Lobs, at a comedy group, and they said, you've got to check this girl out. She's very funny. She's quick with the steak. <laughs> let's have her. Let's have her come out to the 
come out to the shows because I was doing some stuff with them for a little bit, uh, you know, right. doing the cabarets and things. And uh, a nice group of nice group of folks. Yeah, smart, and, uh, smart people. And you got involved with that and just really took off. You how many years you perform with them? Um, five, I think. Five years. Yeah. And do you do you still perform sketch comedy at all? You know, I, it's been less since I've been here. It's it's um, sketch comedy is a rare art, isn't it? It is. I think it's just about the people that you find so it's you can't force it yeah you have to want to spend some time with them yeah it's a romantic thing you know and and have chemistry it it's true it is it's very much a relationship with each one of those because you're changing in front of them you're 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 in close quarters you have to be okay with it and of course you have to be funny and you have to you better think that they're (laughs) funny and that's been my challenge that's true (laughs) that's true sometimes you get stuck there with some duds and think oh boy i better get out of here you probably had some of that happen but I think, for the most part, Lost was pretty strong. Yeah, they were. It was great. I mean, we did three, four shows, big mainstay shows a year, and it was always fun. We always had a blast. Mm-hmm. Maybe one that wasn't fun, <laughs> okay. but I won't. Name it'll go. It. It'll go nameless. I won't name it. <laughs> we, we always have off nights, but um, uh, that's uh, well, that's wonderful. And of course, you've. Uh, uh, Moved to New York how many years ago? Two, three? Uh, three. Three years three ago. Three and a half now. I bet we've been out here about the same amount of time. Right. And you've continued to have a lot of opportunities in the service industry. <laughs> yes, I've maintained my um, service resume. That's what I like, to, that's what nice, I like yeah. to call it. And you're working somewhere now? As, as, yeah, as, I work at a bar and house kitchen, bar or restaurant. But it seems like you got a lot of nice people coming in there. Oh, yeah, we do. We have celebrity guests. <laughs> that must be a thrill. Yeah, it is exciting. I served um, Kevin Spacey three pina colada teenies. That's a fella. He scares me a little bit. That's <laughs> Kevin Spacey. He's a little creepy. Um, he said, I'll get the pina colada teenies. Are good? And I said, tastes like a pina colada. I'll try it. And then he had two more. And then he came back and had the same drink. It's a kind of an unusual drink, isn't it? Yeah. I mean, Do you them. sell a lot of those? <laughs> no. No, but we have over 200 martinis. You have to look at the list underneath the bar to see how to, what's in it. Yeah, well, we have a book the, that's over 200 book. drinks. And so, oh yeah. It just, it's, you have to memorize that normally? Um, um, Some places like Outback, they make you memorize everything on the menu, all the side dishes, the ingredients. Right. This place is a little more relaxed. So wait, wait, wait. <laughs> <laughs> Let's back up to that. Like, so you're telling me people in the management of Outback Steakhouse. Yeah. Are, are anticipating someone saying, I'm thinking about the Blooming Onion. What, what's in that? What goes into the Absolutely. preparation? Absolutely. You have to know. Would people Every, do that? Oh, yes. And, I mean, they sometimes would ask about the calories, and I got <laughs> very uncomfortable because I think it's actually the food that has the most calories out of any food. I, I think, think so. I think 2, so. 2,600 or something? Like a deep-fried burrito would yeah. have maybe more. <laughs> yeah. But that's but but really, it's an onion that's deep-fried. <laughs> I mean, the, the ingredient list can't be that... Uh, well, that's interesting. I gl- well, I personally, I'm glad they're I'm glad they're on top of it. Yeah, that they expect a lot they, to, of their staff, and and you delivered for them. <laughs> I don't I don't want to dwell too much on your time at the Outback Steakhouse, but the, uh, the, and you didn't have to speak with a kind of accent or anything. Um, no, but you had to answer the phone. Good day, Outback Steakhouse. Oh, that's nice. <laughs> yeah, you did. That's the extra touch. <laughs> I know. I appreciate that when I make reservations at the Outback Steakhouse. <laughs> To, uh, we don't take reservations. So. They didn't? A very exclusive <laughs> place, isn't it? Yeah. You have to just show up. We got so packed. We handed out the beepers. Oh, the buzzing yeah. devices. Yeah. Well, that's a wonderful invention that I enjoy. That's <laughs> how you know it's a good restaurant. Yeah. If they give you some kind of like contraption that buzzes <laughs> and beeps and flashes. Those are, those are nice things. 
But uh, anyhow, you're, you're still doing it. But, and the only reason I bring that up is because it's part and parcel of what it takes to be a, a, a working actress right right mm-hmm. now. Your stage, you're young, you're still hungry uh, for, yeah. uh, for, for success and, and everything. And uh, uh, though you have a lovely place here uh, in the Gwazi, you have yeah. a nice photo wall. <laughs> yeah. You know, when I talk to, uh, you, you're familiar with Amy Hyde, right? Yes, she, she's yes. a, a, a friend of yours in some fashion. Well, she also had a very beautiful wall. She called it a memory wall that she had yes. up there in her kitchen. Yes. I thought that was nice. But now yeah. you, what you've done is uh, uh, these are all Polaroids. They are Polaroids, yeah. Taken over the course of how many years? Oh, well, we took them all kind of in the first <laughs> six or eight months, and we've stopped because, as you can see, the wall's getting full. But we also you got to, plenty of room. Yeah, you could keep going, but you wouldn't be able to see them. You should keep going. But we had to stop because um, the Polaroid film became so expensive right. because of you know the discontinued. So. We just kind of, I think it's a good place to stop. I think it's okay to know when to stop. It's a nice, accurate documentation of that time yeah. of your life. Yeah. Well, that's what we're trying to do with the podcast, too. Yeah. Really mark this period where all these oh. young folks are moving out here and doing great things. Now, of course, the people the, in the uh, listening to this on the podcast machines across the country and across the world uh, are, are probably saying, hey, uh, I, I recognize that voice. From uh, Law and Order. Oh yeah. S- SVU. <laughs> they, uh, they probably are. SUV. S- SVU. Uh, SVU. Special Victims Unit. Yes. Is what it was. Yes. And they deal with some difficult subject yes, matter on there. I don't do. like to. Baby Pepsi can't watch that show. <laughs> but but I was watching the other other night, of course. Uh, tipped off uh, that you were going to be on there, and there you are. It comes on, and uh, a laundry basket or something yeah. opens up in the sheet, and there there you are. Yeah. Not not looking so good. No, I was I was uh, dead after being tortured. <laughs> <laughs> she said that as she squirted one of the cats. I'm sorry, <laughs> so it was getting torture too close. was in the same breath as <laughs> as a little. Sp- but um, uh, so you you were some kind. You ended up on the wrong side of somebody's uh, yes. uh, situation, and you ended up in a laundry hamper. Yeah, well, I played um, my character's name was Samantha Millerton, and she was. Uh, did you come up with a name? They gave you the name. No, it's a great name, though, right? It is a good Samantha name. Samantha Millerton. She um, was an artist and activist. And oh, she, yeah. Those are the worst. Yeah. Well, I drew <laughs> upon my um, friends uh, in Berkeley and Burning Man and just how um, really passionate they are about, you know, certain subjects that are annoying. Well, you pass them on the street and they say, do you have a minute for the environment? <laughs> and if you think about that question, like, boy, you really should. You should. You really should. I feel guilty. I never. I, I never no. do. I know. I don't either. No, I never do. Um, and so the, she's a, a rebellious activist, and so she was fighting against this company, the oil company, and uh, they think that that's what led to her eventual death. But it's a whole different it's a whole mystery, line. and you got to just watch, watch, yes. and see what happens. Yes. No spoilers. Yes. Here. But you also had the opportunity to play someone, uh, play the same character alive yes. in some flashback Yes, and moments. apparently that's very rare um, on Law & Order because now with uh, new technology, they are able to have flashbacks more, like on iPhone footage or whatever, pictures and videos. So, yes, I was able to be dead and alive. What do you mean it's rare because of the well, technology? it's rare because, before, like, say, five years ago, if someone's dead, they don't really do, like, flashbacks kind of dreamy things like that on SBU it's very you know simple and straightforward Dead, and move on keep going yeah, with the case that's the victim and you wouldn't really see them but now because media is so 
saturated and you know everyone has an iPhone everyone is, has the ability to take video or pick you know whatever pictures on the go or as things are happening oh I see then that yeah. makes a kind of sense within the internal logic exactly. of the story exactly. is that they can say well we have this iPhone video right. for I see I see what you right. mean it's not something like NBC suddenly got an iPhone and no. realized you could no, add some stuff no. I understand what we you mean we did use a flip video camera and so what was that uh, I've used one of those in fact uh, Amy Hyde yeah. operated that at, at the live show she's very talented with one <laughs> Uh, they, they are fun. Uh, thanks to uh, our, our friends at Flip Video. Let's see if they come on as a yes. sponsor. That's why I drop those kind of <laughs> things and leave a pause, and then you can always uh, just insert some cat claws into it. But uh, uh, so there you. So what was the day like? And then th- let me just also say that this was a, this is a real rite of passage for for an actor in New York City is to, is. Is to play one of these. Yeah. Um, uh, uh, corpses or victims <laughs> yeah. on on the show. Most, most everybody's done it, so it's a real. That must have been a thrill. It was. Well, I always thought I would end up being some kind of hooker or escort on a show like that. Yeah, well, that's when, just, you, when you come out of Fremont, you got to dream yeah. big. I mean, that was my Hayward <laughs> training. Um, but so I was very pleased to play a character that had some depth. Um, <laughs> that ends up just just naked and dead in a laundry yeah. basket. Yeah, you yeah. know. Um, yeah, but it was a four day shoot and I actually got to be dead on my first day before we shot anything. They, I came in and they did all my makeup and then I took the morgue pictures and then I took my mug shot, which was awesome. Um, <laughs> so that was my first day. And then, um, and the, and the, and the, the, the murder was, was, how did you, how was the character killed? Um, so it was actually unrelated to the oil mogul and it was just, um, well, don't, don't ruin the surprise. <laughs> And it was actually um, just a serial killer who saw me go oh, into a dark well, alley. that's fine. Yeah. That's um, fine. Just one of those. And uh, well, what, was, what was the method? Um, so he grabbed me, tied me up, and then just tortured me slowly. Oh, that's terrible. Yeah, it's terrible. That's so terrible. I had holes in my chest Jeez, from right. a turkey baster. A t- what? I don't want to... And then okay. my head was halfway cut off. Well, now I'm sorry. <laughs> I, asked the, I asked the question. So... It was well, a, that uh, must have been a shock, though, huh? Because you figure, boy, I'm going to be a dead, but this will be great. And then you end up in just a horrific Yeah, and the fashion. body had also been sitting there for about a week. Oh, oh yeah. But that so, must have been uh, an exciting time for makeup. Oh, it was, I was so excited to go in, and they were the makeup people are amazing on this show. So sweet and funny, and they're just this young, cute chick. And, yeah, she gave me this amazing gash on my neck, and it was all kind of gray and pale and... It was amazing. And while I was in there doing, she was doing my gash and I'm sitting there and I'm looking in the mirror watching her work. And I look in the mirror and behind me, I see Ice-T getting the shave. Oh, oh. <laughs> I don't know which one's more terrifying. Ice. <laughs> he was awesome. Do you have a lot of op- opportunity to talk to him? He, um, I-, I wasn't shooting on any of the days or at the same time that he was shooting, but I did meet him in the makeup room. And uh, he started talking about uh, makeup prosthetics because they were talking about how good the girl was when mm-hmm. she was doing her, my makeup and he started talking about it, uh, when he shot Tank Girl oh one of the classics yes <laughs> cinema with Laurie Petty yeah, with Laurie Petty is in that uh huh Oscar winner Laurie Petty and um not for that no 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 and um yeah he was talking about he was this creature this kind of creepy dog alien creature and he said they were shooting in Arizona, and it was 100 degrees, and it took four hours to get into prosthetics. And because it was so hard to get out of him, he would just sleep in that. He would sleep in a dog outfit? <laughs> he would sleep in the alien <laughs> outfit. And, uh, yeah, he was a very nice guy. 
He's just an unusual ice. character. Well, I just imagine if you're getting you, you have that stuff being put on you, and then you see iced tea creep up in the back. When he's getting a shave, what was what kind of shave? What razor shave? Oh yeah, like a barber shave. Like shop, right? color purple yeah, kind yeah. of thing. <laughs> yeah. Oh man. Well, that's uh, I hope to get that image out of my head. But 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 people saw you, and of course that's a great. It's all kind of a stepping stone and all that kind of thing. And it, yeah. I guess it was. Uh, you had a good time doing it. And I did. They it's a tough wonderful. show to come back as a character, but... Uh, I did it. I managed. Yeah. That's fantastic. <laughs> and SVU, I think, is the best of the Law & Orders. Well, you may be a little biased in that opinion. I don't but... know. I think. I mean, what other show has Marisha Hardigan? Well, that's true. People like her, I guess. She seems like a nice person. She was lovely. She was um, very tall. That's my impression of her. That's what I would have said. Right. She's exactly how you think she is. I just found out that Martha Stewart's very tall. She seems boxy. <laughs> yeah, well, <laughs> apparently she also wears sandals well into the winter. <laughs> I, could, I could see that in linen pants. Like chunky sandals. I hope to meet her someday. She seems like a lot of fun. But uh, either one of them, uh, Mariska or, 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 or Martha, or maybe both, <laughs> in one, one opportunity would be fun. But now, so here you go. This is your, your thing. This is what you've come out to from California to New York. Yeah. You, you're still liking it out here in New York. This is a tough... A yeah. tough go. You don't have a podcast to fall back on. No, no podcast. Maybe <laughs> I should start one. Well, hey, hey, um, watch it. <laughs> <laughs> I would never. I would never steal it. Um, yeah, I like New York okay. I am from California, so I miss some um, right. trees and beaches that don't have garbage and contaminated water. And uh, so it's a little hard. But, um, yeah, I mean, it's it's been great. Career-wise, because there's just so much more. There's a lot going on. Yeah. What is your What's your typical day? You, you get up, you uh, organize your headshots. Is <laughs> I do some stapling yeah. and cutting. <laughs> stapling yes. and cutting. You yes. got a paper cutter around here to get a nice nice edge. Uh, sometimes when I go to Kinko's, I yeah, pre-cut them. You don't them want a deck, deckle edge. Yeah, you want no. a nice clean edge. <laughs> no. And, uh, and then you, you put them in your, your bag and you go go out to see people. Yeah, I have them. Um, so I get up and depending on you know whatever the audition is that day, I might have to... Do my hair very uh, glamorously and put on a lot of glamorous makeup. And uh, is that most of the things you go for? Real glamorous? Glamorous? No, I don't know. I mean, half and half, I guess. But uh, I have a little folder that I put my scripts in and my headshots, and I usually work on the scene on the train. And uh, I usually have a bag of clothes with me because I have to go from one to the next. Right. And I usually have an awkward uh, waiting time in between, so I'll find some bad cafe or pizza place or something to sit in and yeah it's a lot of running and around you just and back work and through each one of those lines yeah and then you just you, a lot of times you sit in the waiting room and they're behind and and well, you get the line because the manager or your agent will send you out the 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 sample the sides yeah they send they you call. sometimes you get the full script um and then you get the scene so it is a lot of work of preparation because you only get a day or two in advance so most of my weeknights are spent now memorizing and reading scripts and then you go the next day and then you do it again uh, but sometimes you don't get the script and uh, sometimes it's really helpful to have that information um, I went in for Boardwalk Empire this is uh, the first season mm-hmm. and uh, the scene was just very simple straightforward a few lines it was someone's wife and it just said like hey oh so good to meet you how are you oh welcome I've heard so much about you great no information, just this is this character, this is who she's married to. I go in, I sit down, I'm so excited. I dressed 
period appropriate, totally to the hair and makeup, wore this funky, you know, dress. And, um, and I sit down and I said, yeah, I just, I have a, she said, okay, great. You ready to go? Do you have any questions? I said, yeah, I have a question. Um, I just, I know there's like some kind of sexual undertone happening, but I'm not quite sure. And what, I mean, just what's, what's the story here? Oh, um, he's just come back from the war and you've been sleeping with his wife the whole time he's away. So this is your first time meeting him. <clears throat> All right, let's just do it. So, it's a, a tall order. Needless to say, it was not my best audition, but um, yeah, it was. Um, yeah. But you learn a lot from even the ones you don't get. Yeah. <laughs> you learn to deal yes. with disappointment if and you rejection. Mean, thinking about everything I did wrong and what I would have done better after I leave the room, and yes. Yeah, well, <laughs> I mean, I still have gigs that I think about that are that are like that, and, I, and, I, and auditions too. Auditions yeah. too. Yeah. Where the, the last one I didn't, I, I went in for one. You know, I don't go in a lot of those things, but uh, every now and again I say, oh, boy, it'd be nice to get, you know, a couple grand in for just doing nothing. And uh, uh, no, I mean, I know it's hard work, but uh, th this one <laughs> yeah. was, uh, I walked in and I, I, they said, well, it doesn't matter what your, what your face looks like. Wow. <laughs> it's, we're going to cover you up with a computer animated number. So you're just acting with your stomach. And uh, you had to register disappointment on your stomach. Now, if anybody can register disappointment on their stomach, <laughs> let me tell you something. Uh, wow. Was it for a video game? It was for like a, a lottery or something like that. I'm not, I'm not sure. Wow. And I had to be at the DMV and keep going back and you had to keep registering disappointment. Anyway, when you don't get an audition like that, it's, it's tough. And you, you think, yeah. boy, I don't think I'm cut out for, for doing this yeah. kind of thing. But uh, it's always nice to be in a room with a lot of people that look like you yeah, or, or who, who someone has imagined you fit yeah. this kind of type. Yeah. And they're all, I'd say 90% annoying. Oh, the other people? Yeah. Actors are terrible <laughs> people. They're really annoying. Oh, yeah. They're really self-involved. But don't you think that, I mean, I, I, I can see your point, but don't you think that also some of the people that make it that have success are, are yes, there's probably, I mean, there's the, there's the Charlie Sheen contingent of, mm -hmm. of the world. There's also some good good people in there, and you you gotta oh, think that they, like the of good course. people. Like I feel like Allison Janney is somebody who's probably oh. like a decent gal to, to yeah. hang around. Yes, she's probably okay. I think she's okay. It's the other people not getting it though. Yeah, all the people that are not yeah. Allison Janney. Janney. I guess that's it. You just they 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 get weeded out, but sitting in waiting rooms with them is. I just, I, I, I can't I can't remember time. if I if I told you this story before, but when I was out in L.A., you know, I went to L.A. and I thought this is it. I'm going to mm -hmm. really try and try and make it. Mm -hmm. Right after the breakup, there I spent some time, and uh, I, uh, I I went into this one audition. Somebody told me to go in. Uh, somebody you may know, but I'll, I'll leave him nameless. He said, <laughs> "I want you to come in and read for this thing." I said, "Absolutely, sounds great." I went in, and it's a room. Everyone, every one of us is dressed exactly the same. These blue shirts with ties. Each one a little pudgy, you know, and they had the glasses and the little a bit of facial hair. And we were literally in a cage. The whole room was lined with this. It was like a sporting equipment store or something. Uh. Okay, one room, the one section of the room is midgets, and then there's a bunch of <laughs> a bunch of fellas that look like me. Anyway, that was a real. Yeah, uh, and yeah I don't just, have much of a story to go with it other than like that was really. It's my real. god! This is what it is. You're sitting in yeah. a cage with people that. Literally, vaguely yeah. look like you. Oh my god! Hoping to nail it in front of a video camera. Yeah, and it's just I, I I would not want to be on the other side of that camera. 
Because I couldn't imagine the awkwardness of what people do in that room. Yeah, you get the sense they're not even really taping. (laughs) You think? Yeah, I think they only press record when it's really like, okay, this guy's got it. Then they hit the button. Really? I don't. I wouldn't waste that much tape if I was in there. But, but of course, you were also on some other thing. You uh, people may also recognize you from the uh, what was it called? Moto. Kin. Oh, Kin. The Kin, the Kin commercial. commercial. <laughs> a lot, you were the, the yeah. girlfriend on that. Yeah, the bitch At a girlfriend. taco stand. Mm-hmm. And some guy's really, he's like a creepy kind of fella because he's trying to rekindle yeah. a romance with you or something. Yeah. And he's, he's incorporated your image throughout his social media. Yeah. He's just like, I'm going to just take every picture and put it on my Facebook, on my yeah. this and that. And what was the Kin? I don't know. But and it, you won't and people won't find out. No, it went it went away. Gone away. It was a I mean it was a bad idea from the get go. I thought that um was it a phone? Was it a phone? It was a phone that was somehow uh, consolidated social media sites. It was just aimed at like social networking, but basically didn't have any of the other features that iPhones and Droids have. It was just it was hard to hold. It was it was bad. I it was mean, kind of a funny shape and a weird shape. Yeah, I mean the the I thought the campaign all the marketing they did in the spots they shot they were really beautiful and looked cool and they were definitely specific about aiming towards a young hip you know demographic but i mean that phone was just so stupid no one wanted that phone well, it was st- your, your commercials they must have just bought the time because they just ran out the clock yeah. the thing was discontinued they and the shows were ran. still i i know but I know, it was awkward. always fun to see you on there and say, <laughs> oh there she is it's having yeah. a taco an angry taco <laughs> Is what I, what I it's always like saw. a disappointed stomach. And how long did that thing take to take to shoot? Um, I worked on that for two days. Um, I mean, literally on the first day, I when I finally I sat and sat and sat around, and then they brought me to the taco truck, and I gave a bunch of dirty looks that lasted about twenty minutes. So I worked Amazing. for about twenty minutes that day, and then um, you lasted longer than the thing. <laughs> yeah, and then I had to come back the next day. Um, to shoot the still photos, which again, we sat around right. for about six hours. And then I said, look, um, I'm opening a show tonight, actually. It's opening night, and um, I got to go. So then we took photos for about 30 minutes, and that was it. So I think total work time was about an hour. <laughs> and about that's, 10 hours or you know, 12 hours of uh, sitting and waiting. That's what it's like. Yeah, Every time, that's what they say. You <laughs> sit around and wait. And that's why we, you, we, you know, we didn't wait getting in this podcast. We, we, we chatted a little bit. You told me about your cleanse. Yeah. Which, uh, congratulations <laughs> on it. You're you. still on it. How much longer do you have oh, to go? Oh, it, it is only day three of three weeks. Three weeks? Yes, but it's not a starvation juice cleanse, master cleanse. So this isn't, this isn't lemon juice and no. cayenne pepper. It makes no, your no. breath real horrible. No, it's, um, but I've done that and it's intense. It's intense to be around people that are doing that. Yeah. I know that. <laughs> for sure. Yeah, you got to bring an extra uh, pair of underwear with you everywhere you go. Well, that's... I'm just going <laughs> to put it that <laughs> that's way. That's both great information to have. Yeah. And, Which you uh, should, And anyway. a little bit yeah. uh, uh, gross. It's gross. Um, no, this one is called Clean by Dr. Alejandro Junger, who is an MD, and he um, did, you know, the whole thing and realized it's not always the best way to heal your body, and so he went into natural healing and more so dietary Research and things like that. And so it's, um, it, the first week is doing kind of a purging of toxins. And then the next two weeks is just replacing all the good things in your body. So, and, and uh, the purging and toxin, you have to wear some kind of heated robe. Yeah. Or wrap. <laughs> a mask. And, um, yeah. Actually, it always seems like purging the tights should happen out in the woods somewhere around it. A, I mean, it would be better. Overturned bucket and some. 
Yeah. I mean, yeah, there's a lot. Well, for example, um, one of the things you do to kind of encourage the release of toxins is um, a skin brush. Do you know what that is? No, and I'm hoping it's not a brush made of skin. (laughs) Uh, No, it's kind of like a loofah. It has bristles. And every morning you kind of just rub the dry skin off. Yeah, you'd rub rub your skin raw and then you go in the shower and you shower. Like 60 grit sandpaper or something like that? Yeah, basically. And then you do a hot, cold technique. As you would in like a hot tub and a cold plunge. So you do um, hot water, cold water, hot water, cold water. It's intense. I did that hot water, cold water plunge at a clothing optional facility. <laughs> so that was a really nice, a nice time. Uh, but but now this is a here's here, okay. So so I'm sure there's more to this thing, yeah. and, and mostly you're telling me it's a you, it's a dietary thing. Yeah. Well, I take a lot of supplements too. I could show you my box of supplements. Well, that won't be necessary. <laughs> but <laughs> are you sure? It's impressive. Uh, I'm okay. Um, uh, uh, the the question I have though is so would you be would you be doing this if you weren't? Is this part of the acting thing? No. Would no. you feel like on your on your life journey you'd say there's a certain point in my life where I just want to go on a cleanse? Yeah. No. It's out. it's more so that than the other. Yeah. Um. I from. I have my neuroses is chemicals and toxins. So I, for the most part have no, you know, I don't have any like products or, um, I use all natural hand soaps, cleaners. Do you wear the mask when you go to the Kmart and things like that? No, no. And I mean, I live across from the BQE. So it's like, there's only so much you can do. You've chosen an interesting place down by the Gowanus and the BQE. I know. Settle in for some toxins. Yeah. So that's why I'm doing it. Must've been quite a skin brush off (laughs) got a lot lot of stuff in the Um, drain but uh yeah no it's more so that i mean it's amazing i mean you literally add years to your life i believe well i hope you do you do (laughs) i mean right just from doing it for three days i think i've added a good three months really yeah well how do you plan to spend those (laughs) on a cruise that should be that's what you should do yeah is uh well that's that's great, and of course, speaking of speaking of big pills, we don't have a, a lot of time left. But but uh, you're going to be on Nurse Jackie. Is that coming? Yeah, up? Yeah, yeah. The season premiere is um, March 28th, and um, the episode was directed by Steve Buscemi. Wow, that's who's great! A really cool guy. Somebody from the old uh, from uh, board, Boardwalk Empire. He is, and he lives in the neighborhood. Oh, over here. Yeah, yeah. He well, he lives in. Um, in the nicer side of the neighborhood, <laughs> higher end of Park Slope. Uh, I see. Further away from the Gowanus and the freeway. Um, he doesn't know what he's missing. Yeah. <laughs> he, Think uh, of all the toxins he could. He looks yeah. like a fellow that could probably bleed some toxins. Yeah, <laughs> he could. He's very skinny, and he's his his skin is like uh, a fine Chinese tissue paper. <laughs> it's just very thin and and pale, and um, you can really see the. Activity underneath the yeah blue veins yeah and a very large set of teeth very big big yeah. choppers but I love him I I am a big fan so that was just he was fun to work with then oh you, he was you get great. to work with Edie Falco was on that yes show. Edie Falco yeah she was so sweet she had her kids on the set so she was kind of preoccupied but she introduced herself it was very forward how sweet. old are the kids um young yeah. probably like six all right five six not teenagers then. no no no. But they were they were so great. I actually taught Steve how to play Angry Birds. You shot me. You, you, yeah. you taught him how to play. Yeah. Well, that, that's 
he's probably not going to be making any more films now. No. He's stuck on this thing. <laughs> he didn't know what it was. And I, and I, he said, what is it? And he went away and he got his glasses and he came back and I showed him and uh, he was terrible and it was really fun to watch. <laughs> Like, oh, we'll wait man. till he gets that boom, oh. that boomerang bird. That's no. the one I can't get past. That and one's I, oh yeah, sorry. I played that. Katrina to show, show me how to do it, and then I get into that boomerang bird, and I'm <laughs> I'm lost. You got to hit it in the right section or something. I can't figure it out. Well, that's on show Showtime March twenty eighth. Yeah, 28th. it's on Showtime on March. 28th. So subscribe yeah. to the premium. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> well, listen, hey, uh, and, uh, you you were at the last uh, live I live was, show, weren't you? You snuck in the back, and thanks for coming. You yeah. had fun there. I had so much fun; it was great. Well, it was. Uh, it was. Thank you for being there. It was a fun time. It was. And now uh, you're you're probably still going to be on the cleanse when this happens, but we're going to do another oh, one. You are. When is that? March nineteenth. Uh, Saturday, March nineteenth at nine p.m. We got to start right at nine because they got to move some chairs or something. Oh, <laughs> it's a very tight operation yeah. over there. But I hope that I hope that if you can't make it, you tell somebody about it uh, uh, because we're going to have Master Baker Emily Elson is going to be there from uh, oh, Four and Twenty Blackbirds. Yes. You ever oh, go to that pie that place? place? Is incredible! It's a fantastic place, yeah. and I hope people so run it. Salted. Caramel or uh, oh yeah, the salted, salted apple custard or something. Yeah, all the, anything with salt is honey. okay with me. Yeah, was the good. honey pie is fantastic. Yes, that's what I had. The honey. My goodness, you yeah. think you're not going to like it, but it's good. And they're over there at Ninth Street and Third, I guess. They are, yeah, Third Avenue coming. Third up. Avenue uh, on the rise, another part of the Gowanus uh-huh. that's happening. It is. So she's going to be talking to us, and hopefully she's bringing some pie. She said you're going to be baking all day, so I hope she <laughs> hope she brings some pies. And uh, she's lovely. We're going to talk a little bit with her. And then uh, Jenna Kim Jones is going to join us. She's a stand-up comedian and a writer. She works for The Daily Show over there for our friends at Comedy Central. Um, Interesting gal. We'll have a chance to talk to her. And, uh, of course, she's active on the Twitter, too. Are you on the Twitter? I'm on the Twitter. What's your handle? Oh, God. Big T Glands. Big T Glands with no T at the end. Just a Z. Just a Z. G-L-A-N-Z. There you go. And, uh, of course, I'm at Dale Radio. Oh, yeah. And, we, you know, it's coming up this week is the big finale for The Bachelor. Oh, my goodness. Monday night. So, so I'm I'm looking forward to it. I have my favorite. I don't know. I've been trying not to read spoilers. I um, <laughs> We'll I, see I, what I, happens. I've maybe watched three episodes of that show ever. So what? what is, who, who are the finalists? Uh, Chantal with a C and uh, Emily. Young gal that uh, lost her husband in a plane crash and has a, has a little girl. So people are rooting for Emily. Yeah, but Chantal's father has a statue and is they they must be pretty well off. And he said he said he want to show you a statue. He took the took the bachelor around. He said I want to show you a statue. I call this the self made man. It's this big you know heroic nude male that he's very proud of. And then they went down to their wine cellar and it's a real it's something. Wow. And I, I'm rooting for them because. My God, the guy has a statue. You like Chantal? Okay. Uh, I think that's pretty fun. Uh, <laughs> so, well, that's that's it. What I what did I need to say anything about the show? The show is five dollars. Oh, and I want to say this about the show is that uh, uh, you can uh, for five dollars you get into that, and you also get into the show, the other show, Gentrified Brooklyn. Oh yeah, which I is a sketch comedy show. Yeah, there was some really funny. Acts. Really funny yeah. stuff. I understand Jimmy Fallon showed up the, ne- the last week or something. Yeah, he was there wow. doing it with him. So it's a real hot, hot show, hot time oh, over well. the Brooklyn Lyceum, and you take the R train over to Union Street and get out right there. It's right, right there, Fourth and uh, Union, Fourth uh, Avenue, of course, this avenue that we're on right now, yeah. just down the street. So uh, March nineteenth, nine p.m. Brooklyn Lyceum. Five anyway. I don't need to say it five times. Uh, I hope you can make it. Um, 
Well, Tanya, it's just been wonderful talking to you. Oh, I really appreciate you making some time on a Saturday afternoon. Yes. Uh, we've been we've been trying to set it up, and I I didn't say that I'm uh, I was pairing the podcast in between darts of the cat up here. It was sniffing around <laughs> trying to get in uh, my own personal cleanse with a, a lead chig ten year that's uh, been sitting in the flask for oh probably about six months. Wow, how's, and, how's uh, it? I'll tell you, it's not great. <laughs> it's a bit. Uh, it's a bit peaty and metallic. Oh, um, those are two tones I do not like. No, they, they, they're not, uh, it's not exceptional. It's probably time to clean that out. I have but, some uh, uh, brown rice protein if you'd like to add some. Uh, no, th- no, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> but I wish you well with your cleanse. Oh, thank you. I had quite a time with my stomach virus, so I don't feel like I need a cleanse at this point. And I'm looking forward to just some pie. They are going a pie cleanse. Yes. And just to uh, see if I can bleed pie after this. <laughs> But uh, well, that's all the time we have. It's been great. I really appreciate it. Thank you, Tanya. Thank you, Dale. Hand to make it official, and um, <laughs> thank you to our feline friends. Oh, they're oh. in a bag in a box. <laughs> <laughs> Cats do the wildest things. <laughs> Till next time, I'll be setting my clocks ahead two hours to give myself an extra hour of drinking. <laughs> now let's get back to that great music that we all enjoy.